This is Truth and Love with T.Y. Something I really want to talk to my listeners about. As you get to know me, um, I am a weight loss specialist. At my heaviest, I weighed 230 pounds. And I lost 85 pounds in about six months um, using the methods that I teach my clients. And so I almost feel like um, I'm uniquely qualified to say what I'm about to say. Um, the word fat is not a bad word. I know that people who are overweight or who have uh, participated in the weight loss journey in some way or form are very sensitive to the word fat. But I'm telling you as someone who used to be fat, um, that that is not an insult that is a modifier just like tall or skinny fat is a word that we've attached a whole lot of emotion to and my belief that we've attached a whole lot of emotion of emotion to the word fat is because um, unlike other addictions an addiction to food or an unhealthy or disordered relationship with food shows up in your physical appearance and so you can't hide it it's out, it's out there for people to judge you and unlike a cocaine addiction or a or some other drug addiction um, people tend to empathize with those who are addicted to drugs where they tend to criticize those who are I would just say addicted to food as a general statement I do know that that's a diagnosis uh, that I am not qualified <laughs> to administer but again I've been working with people as a weight loss coach for close to 15 years and food addiction is real and um, what I've done is used a lot of the, the qualifications and standards that are used to diagnose other addictions to compare them to the way that I believe food addiction affects people um, with food being their drug of choice, that is why I feel like I'm damn near qualified to to not label someone a food addict, but to say that someone exhibits at, um, behaviors that indicate that they are addicted to food or have an unhealthy relationship with food that is causing um, quality of life issues that is affecting their ability to uh, prosper and to live a healthy, happy life. And so I just want to go on record as saying, um, yes, it matters how we say it, the tone, the intent, but simply calling someone fat or referring to someone as fat, though it is not politically correct, I do not think that we should give it any more weight or take it any more seriously or consider it any more of an insult than we do a person who's lost a lot of weight uh, when we call them a crackhead. I've heard that so many times from successful weight loss clients or people who have successfully lost weight that family, friends, loved ones, their boo, uh, even their children will call them things like crackhead or you look sick or say that you look sick and things of that nature when, in fact, they look great. 
they looked sick when they were 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 pounds overweight. So, again, I just want to go on record as saying some people are fat. And what I mean by that is, clinically speaking, the amount of body fat that you are storing under your skin, between your organs, on your body, is disproportionate to the amount of weight that we are intended to carry as human beings. So our bodies were, were, I'll say this first, our bodies are designed to keep us alive. And I know that's probably an obvious statement, but just think about that. When you think about the reason that we even store fat in the first place, our bodies have the ability to store fat in cases of emergency. So say, for instance, if you think back to our ancestors before McDonald's and Chipotle and processed food, when we were literally developing human civilizations, we had to migrate, we had to fight wars, uh, we had to live off of what we were able to either grow or raise or barter for or steal or kill, you know? So that is not in the very far past, if you think about it. Only in the past 50, 60 years have we been eating processed food the way that we are. So back to my point, the whole reason that we're able to store body fat is for survival. So for instance, if we are about to migrate from one area to another and it's going to be uncertain whether or not we will have food, uh, we would binge eat. We would eat all the food, A, so that we didn't have to travel with it, and B, so that we can put some weight on and have uh, something to burn as we migrated, hoping that we would find food, but understanding that we may or may not. And some people died during those migrations. And guess who died? The people who were the thinnest, who had the least amount of stored body fat. And so there is an evolutionary purpose for us being able to store small amounts of body fat. But the problem arrives when we abuse this beautiful system designed for survival. The problem occurs when we are storing fat just for the purpose of storing fat. We're storing fat just because food tastes good. We're storing fat because we're not active enough to burn off extra calories. We're storing fat because we don't eat real food. So maybe it's not that you eat large amounts of food, but you're eating a large amount of processed food or you're eating processed food, which has very little volume, very little fiber, but a shit ton of calories. Um, whatever the reason may be, we are completely abusing this system that our body has to take food that we put in our mouths and store it under our skin, um, we're abusing that system. And so when I look at a person who is overweight, I see someone who is consuming more than they need to stay alive. And so their body is storing fat. I don't look at it as this is not a nice person. I don't look at it as this person must have uh, low self-esteem. I don't, uh, I don't see any of that you have to get to know the person, not just what they look like in order to make those types of judgments or decisions. But I do know that scientifically, this is true with human beings. This is true with cattle. This is true with, I don't care what <laughs> the animal is. If it 
consumes more calories or energy than it needs is going to store the excess as fat. And so the beautiful thing about that is if you understand that, if you don't use excuses for why you're overweight, I don't drink enough water, I come from a heavy family, these are all excuses. One of the excuses is actually more like a reason you don't know why you're gaining weight. I would accept that and, and, and be more empathetic and, and I dare say almost beg someone to, to, to join one of my programs if what they said was, Ty, I want to lose weight. I genuinely do. I just do not know how. I respect that. I, I can dig that. I can relate to that. I'll say that. Um, so yeah, back to my point. We store body fat for survival. We grossly um, overuse this system. And the reason that we can say definitively that we are misusing this survival um, system, I'll just call it. The reason I know that I can say that we are abusing this system is because when we are overweight, our bodies respond negatively. When we are overweight, our bodies start to break down. We start to get diseases. Uh, blood pressure increases because our body is sh are, are stressed out trying to carry this weight that the human body was not designed to carry. It's not right because your body is telling us it's not right. Science is saying it's not right. It's not about my opinion. I feel strongly about helping people realize that, which is why I created my weight loss program, but... You know, we have to just we have to get over this stigma with identifying ourselves as fat. Another word that people get really sensitive about is the medical diagnosis, which is obesity. It is what it is. And some people argue that the BMI chart is not accurate because I'm black and thick or I'm Latina and husky or whatever you want to call it. Uh, as human beings, our skeletal systems are damn near identical. Um, there's no such thing as big boned, and there is no such thing as being um, overweight just by default because everyone else in my family is overweight. I am expected to be overweight. That's more like lifestyle habits that have been passed down that you may or may not be aware of. But I personally come from a family where a lot of my family members are overweight. And yes, at a point in my life, several points in my life, I was obese. But once I realized what the answer was, I quickly started to change my eating habits and my activity level so that I could arrive at a healthy body weight. I really hope that this podcast is resonating with you. I hope that we can tear down these misunderstandings about why we are overweight. I wish that we could stop calling ourselves thick when we're actually sick. And I, I just hope that we can do better, specifically people of color. We can do better. We can do better. It is not true that eating healthy is more expensive. That is not true. Going to the grocery store will always be cheaper than going to a drive-through over time. Implicitly and explicitly, it costs you a lot less to learn how to cook, to grocery shop, to prepare food at home, and make your dining out or going to fast food joints. I'm not saying that 
you should never do that, but that should be a rare occasion. And even then, when you're dining out, does that mean that you have to order the worst thing on the menu just because you're at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Well, I got to order all the chicken and all the waffles. Come on, we could do better. So again, just wanted to speak my piece about it. I feel like, again, as someone who is an obesity survivor, as well as someone who has dedicated my education and my career to health and wellness, I feel real comfortable saying what I'm saying, which is if you're obese, some call it fat, rather than take offense to the term, consider who said it, consider how they said it and their intentions. And if you don't like it, change it. Because that's the beautiful thing about body fat. Just as quickly as we put it on, we can take it back off. Some people say, oh, it's so much easier to put it on than take it off. That is not true. That is not true. The truth is that you put a lot more effort into gaining weight than you put into losing weight. That's what's really happening when it comes to losing weight. And it's understandable. It's real easy to sit down and eat a pint of ice cream, you know, or to nibble on cookies all day long and add up calories that you don't need. That's easy, you know. What is a challenge is breaking the habits. And what is a bigger challenge is figuring out what's eating you. Why are you consuming so many calories? Why are you, why are you spending so much of your day eating? What do you like to do besides chew? That is what you need to figure out because it is not true that it is harder to lose weight than it is to gain it. I've done it. I dare say I've done it three, three times. I have three children and with each of my pregnancies I gained a significant amount of weight and after each of those pregnancies, I lost a significant amount of weight. If you need help with this issue, or if what I'm saying is resonating with you and you'd like to talk deeper about it, please leave a comment. You can also follow me on Instagram at truthandlovewithty. You can shoot me an email at truthandlovewithty at gmail.com. And make sure that you favorite this podcast so that when I do record, you will be the first to know. This has been Truth and Love with T.Y. I love you. Mean it. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye.